Joining me on the line, as I said this morning, out of uh, Australia is Rob Calder. Haven't chatted to you in a while. Uh, how are you doing this morning, Rob? I'm well, Gershaw. How are you? I'm wonderful, thanks. Rob, so well done. I think let's start with the good news, because you guys da- did very well against England. Um, I'm not normally a Wallaby supporter, as you would imagine, but I should say this time around it was fun. There was sort of a, an evil side to me that, that got very excited when I saw you guys knock England out of their own World Cup that they're hosting. Um, and then, you know, things are going to be tough for them from this point onwards, isn't it? Uh, look, I think it was, I actually uh, got my South African brother-in-law on the side for the first time ever to uh, <laughs> unite against England. And I think the whole, the whole, the whole world was very happy Except for the English, it was a it was actually a very good game. I've got to say, um, Australia are hitting form at the right time, but um, we will see what happens because it's now it's now coming round the interesting time. We've got our uh, our final pool game against Wales, where we've lost uh, probably our best forward, Michael Hooper, through suspension, and likely to have Israel Folau rested because he's got a bit of an injury. Um, and whoever wins this game's top of the pool, and I think that's important because we are trying. Top of the pool means we avoid the All Blacks and potentially uh, South Africa until the final. That for me is a worrisome one because uh, there is a possibility I see depending on how the pools play out, and uh, obviously South Africa obviously not covering itself in glory with the first game against Japan. Um, you know, we're still sort of in that space where we could end up second in our pool and therefore face the more difficult sides like in Australia, like the All Blacks, uh, sooner than what we want to. But, you know, it it would be nice to sort of delay that process for a bit later on. I'm sure you agree with me on that one. Absolutely. And I I think anyone's anyone's thoughts on the World Cup, it's all about can anyone beat the, the All Blacks? And the longer you delay the game, the closer you get to the final. Yeah, um, no, I think, sure. like, you know, like any team, they've always got the potential to underperform. So hopefully, hopefully one of us will get a shot at them in the final and not earlier. No, for sure. And plus, look, let's let the French deal with the All Blacks. I'm sure that's one thing that we can agree on, huh? <laughs> Listen, a- 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 absolutely. And what's interesting, though, if you look at World Cup history, the French have actually got a very good record against the All Blacks. And exactly. Before the World Cup, last the last World Cup, the All Blacks were known for choking in the World Cup. So, uh, I, you know, you never know what can happen. No, for sure, for sure. That's why I say, let them deal with it. Let them uh, dispose of the All Blacks. But. Uh, Rob, on 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 a more uh, serious note, though, I see that there was an, a horrific incident um, involving um, uh, someone being a worker at a police station in Sydney being killed by a teenage jihadist. Can you tell us a little more about that? That's a very difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Look, this happened um, on late Friday afternoon, just before a long weekend. So we just had a long weekend, uh-huh. and. One, this high school student um, who, you know, him and a group of his friends were very much involved in, you know, extreme Islam and there were prayer groups and things like that happening at school. But it seems that he got he got himself a, uh, a handgun and went to Parramatta, which is one of our biggest suburbs in Sydney, went to the police station and shot... Uh, it wasn't a policeman, it was, the, it was a poor guy that just does the accounts at the police station shot him in cold blood up close. Uh, he was then, you know, shot and killed himself. And 
since then, this morning, there was uh, anti-terror raids, um, 240 police arresting five uh, people. And the disturbing, the disturbing thing, these are kids ranging from 16 to 22. Um, and it seems they're not, you know, they're mostly uh, either first generation or born in Australia. So it's, mm. it's one of those disturbing uh, traits of this, you know, this terrorist era that we're in, I would say, is that it's not just, you know, people born overseas, it's actually locally born people that, mm-hmm. you know, want to bring down the government. And uh, unfortunately, there's no... This one, as opposed to other incidents, there's no doubt that this was a terrorist, um, you know, incident. incident yeah. And unfortunately, you know, a father of two, a man in his 50s, he literally just came in to do the books in their police station to do the accounts, was yeah. filled in cold blood. He was, It's not like he... Not that there's any justification, but, you know, no, no, he, sure. he was just a family man. They said he'd never even seen a criminal in his, in his career at the police force. But this is what I'd like to know, Rob, because, I mean, I know that there was, um, with the emergence of ISIS, I mean, uh, Australia's had its fair share of, of, of difficulties there as well. Uh, you had uh, some some young Australian nationals, I mean, and depending on how uh, people would define a, an Australian national, running off and joining ISIS. Uh, you had uh, recently you had that siege where the one guy lost it, decided to launch his own solo man uh, terror attack as well. Uh, you know, what has that done in terms of relations within Australia, because I think that there's a conflation then after this where people say, no, this is a problem with Islam as opposed to a problem in terms of individuals that belong to a religion or subscribe to a religion and therefore buy, and, and then buy into terrorist ideologies. Well, look, I, 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 it's, it's, it's a tough one. And if anyone had the answer, I think, you know, I think we're a reflection of what's going on in other parts of the world. This kind of stuff's happening in Europe and mm. the US to different extents. And, we do have a large uh, Muslim population, and Australia is involved directly in the war on terror. You know, and we have had, mm. you know, a lot of people go to, you know, the ISIS-controlled uh, areas and the battlefields. So mm. I think there's a lot of work to work with the Muslim community in- internally to, you know, to either bring these, you know, re-education. I suppose is the is the phrase that's coming up a lot because, you know, social media's got its part to play in this. Uh, it's a worldwide phenomena and there's a lot of, you know, youth can be influenced in many different directions. As you know, in South Africa, it's, you know, it's a misspent youth that are obviously often the most easily influenced. So it's a, it's, it yeah. is a very disturbing thing. I think it's, um, it, it, it's something that people feel very disempowered to do anything about and the random nature of it you know, convoluts mm. things even further. No, for sure. Rob, let's leave it there for this morning. I know you wanted to chat to me about rugby league. Very big in Australia, not as big in South Africa, but I think the next time we chat, we should definitely pick up a conversation on, on rugby league, especially based on the fact that for the first time ever, you had two um, native um, or two indigenous um, Aboriginal captains captaining the two sides that met. I think that is actually brilliant. But all the best to you, mate. All right, and we'll follow the World Cup closely, no doubt. No, for sure, for sure. Look, hopefully you and I, you know, end this thing uh, on amicable terms because obviously we wouldn't want to uh, have a meeting between the two sides because I guess we wouldn't talk to each other after that, no matter what the outcome. All the best to you. (laughs) No, look, the final final beckons if we can get rid of those all blacks. No, for sure. You know how it is. They're always the thorn in our side. All the best to you, Rob. Thank you so much, mate.
That was Rob Calder. He's our correspondent out of Australia. Anyway, it is six minutes to five o'clock.